everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic. I didn't know you could get anything you want by praying until God decides you're a jackass. <sighs> Robbie, you sound sad about this episode. Why is that? No, sad would imply that I have a feeling at all. That's that's a good point. There was, there was a lot of eye rolling in this episode. <laughs> Hi guys, we are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. Support us by going to patreon.com slash the Simpson Show for only two dollars a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. A bunch of bonus huge backlog of years of bonus podcasts you can listen if you don't got enough of us and go ch- chuck in a couple bucks and get hours and hours and hours of Enough us, to make you so sick of us. If you're not already. This week's episode is Pray Anything. Episode E A B F O six, originally aired February 9th, two thousand and three. We almost lined it up, Matt. Almost. Shucks. Shucks. I mean, it's this is this episode is releasing on February 9th, technically. So this, it's, that's true. We're, we, th- we nailed it. Yep. Seventeen years later, uh, this episode written by Sam O'Neill and Neil Bouchel, directed by Michael Polcino. It had a fourteen rating with thirteen point four million viewers. Uh, submission for grossest chalkboard gag yet. SpongeBob is not a contraceptive. Uh yeah yeah really oh, guys God. really yeah I'm not averse to gross humor necessarily but really the couch gag Simpsons sit down as normal a giant baby picks him up and plays with them weird but you know original Twilight Zone episode or a Star Trek episode sometimes those are like basically the same thing yeah the, the original series Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next Generation tried a little harder, but original series was just like, hey, what if some weird crap happened? Original series like, hey, what if a normal person got god powers? Let's do that plot 12 times. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a guest stars, Ken Burns and Lisa Leslie as themselves. Which I get the Ken Burns part. The Lisa Leslie seems like kind of a waste. I don't, they are, neither of them are necessary. They're both fine. They're fine. Yeah. Uh, they're nothing, it's not their fault this episode is not good. Hey guys, this episode's not good. Uh, it's- It's I, really not. Our, our main, I think Matt and I are both trying to cheer each other up by saying this episode's better than last week's. So there's that. No sexual assault in this episode. Uh, this episode begins with a family going to a WNBA game. What is it with, we're going to like, they go to a hockey game, now they're going to WNBA- like it's just it seems like an easy way for them to start off. What are the Simpsons doing? Something they haven't done before, basically. I mean, if you like something, Matt, you do it more than once. Uh, exactly. There's no reason to go somewhere new. They could just be at another basketball game. I think they just had WNBA jokes they wanted to get out there. Lisa's happy they're at the at the WNBA game, even though Lisa doesn't like sports. I mean, Lisa has a history of liking some sports. I mean, she she enjoyed hockey. Um, she enjoyed playing she, hockey. She, that's true. She doesn't. She watched football to bet on it with Homer, but she didn't really. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. She's happy because they're at a WMB game. Homer is happy they have nachos there. He imagines he's with the because they they focus on a Chinese player who's seven foot tall, and Homer has a dream sequence where he's imagining he's with this giantess. Very odd. Lisa Leslie's there. They exchange some words with her, which. Certainly, that's what you do at basketball games. You talk to the players, and they have and conversations. They talk back because they can hear you. I mean, especially in the early days of the NBA, with the attendance the way it was, maybe they could. True. 
Um, but we get a weird, it's just a bunch of random crap here. How about that, Matt? Can I just say that it's a bunch of random crap that they just throw. Like so, so many original, uh, Simpsons episodes. Yeah. They, we get some conversation with Lisa Leslie. We had a weird, sexy basketball mascot that Mo loves, learns out it's played by Gil because it has sexy legs, but then you pick off the, t- the mask and it's Gil underneath. Then we get a half court shot for a halftime competition you win fifty thousand dollars if you make it uh they call down ned to do it matt Matt flanders likes cool sports yeah did you see that list of sports uh that he likes uh speed walking among them which is a a great sport ballroom dancing Mm -hmm. i would speed walking is a sport ballroom dancing i hesitate to call it a sport i mean it's a competition sport it's like the uh the thing in gymnastics the floor routine Anything that's like ju- has judges, I kind of hesitate to like. I you, it's easily you can easily tell who wins a race. Whoever's the fastest. That is true. Yeah, anything with judging is, is a little iffy. That is pretty much most of gymnastics. It, it, requi- it requires athleticism and skill. Don't get me wrong. It's just you know like well they're all great. I don't know. Flanders gets Lisa Leslie makes fun of Flanders for liking things. Flanders prays and makes the shot. Gets the $50,000 check, then gets additional $100,000 check from the rich Texan when he says he's going to donate the money. Does he donate all $150,000? I'm assuming knowing Flanders. Okay. Also, Mo proposes to Gil with a giant diamond ring he just suddenly has. Mm-hmm. And asks him to, to put the, hat, the, the top half of the costume back on because apparently that, as Mo has discovered, that's what he's into. Yeah, he just wants this weird, sexy basketball. That's what he wants in his life. Um... Homer is additionally sad because Ned gets to drive the Wienermobile home, uh, and, he, and he kind of breaks down. Homer is sad. He's spying on Ned, jealous of Ned, and we finally get to a semblance of a plot, even though I'm not sure we're quite there yet. But <laughs> we we finally get Homer just talking to Ned and asking how he accomplishes so much in his life, and Ned just puts it all on prayer. Flanders, what's your secret? You never get arrested. You don't buy your clothes at Mr. Blob. And look at your beautiful lawn. It sickens me. Well, whatever I've got, I owe to hard work, honest living, and flossing my teeth, tail, and toes. Plus a little prayer now and then. So that's all it takes. A little prayer. And now, Ken Burns. A documentary by Ken Burns about the life of... Ken Burns. Yeah, where's the remote? Ever since he was a young man, Ken Burns has loved two things, baseball and jazz. They so consume my life, I never had time for a proper haircut. Well, if I don't have the remote, I can just get up and change the channel. (laughs) Wait a minute, I'll do what Flanders does. Oh, merciful God, who has blessed mankind with two kinds of clam chowder. Help me find the remote. (gasps) <gasps> there it is! I've never actually been to a baseball game. The fresh air gives me hives. Die, monster! You're watching Monkey Olympics on Fox. It worked! I got my wish! From now on, I'll pray till my hands are chapped and bleeding! Five, two, five, two, five, six, five, one, five, three... Ooh, low marks. I've never seen noodles this mad. She's throwing her diaper at the judges. Oh, Lord, please guide that diaper into someone's schnoz. Yes! That is so incredibly awful. 
I laughed at Homer yelling for Ken Burns to die. I, I okay, that that part was very funny. I, yes. I laughed at that. I think it might but be monkeys are not funny. People need to stop pretending that monkeys are funny. They are not, especially monkey diapers. Monkeys just frighten me. That's really aside from like I think yeah. Mojo is the one the one exception that proves the rule to me. That's definitely true. Yeah, Mojo was funny. Uh, but I laughed at Homer saying, uh, telling Ken Burns to die, you monster. Uh, but we, we go to commercial, Matt, with Homer now dedicating himself to prayer. And when we come back, we see Homer is so dedicated, he has set up a prey station at work. Uh, unintended pun, sorry. Uh, but he basically set up some candles and uh, a picture of God. That's a, a 3D uh, lenticular uh, screen. So he can see happy God or vengeful God, depending on what he wants. Uh, Carl stops by, uh, notices uh, that he has set up a prayer station, and is like, yeah, good for you. Also, did you see that judge of the Monkey Olympics? So at least Carl is also an aficionado of the Monkey Olympics. While Homer is going home, he expands his new prayer-first attitude and causes a horrific wreck that hopefully nobody died in, but we don't know. Dear Lord, as I think of you, dressed in white with your splendid beard... I am reminded of Colonel Sanders, who is now seated at your right hand, shoveling popcorn chicken into thy mouth. Lord, could you come up with a delicious new taste treat like he did? I command you. I want you! Move over, eggs. Bacon just got a new best friend. Fudge. I mean, he's not wrong. Chocolate and bacon do go pretty well together, but I still would prefer eggs. Matt. Hmm. Help me. Why, Robbie? What do you need help with? Comprehending this inanity? Yes. Why is any of this? Why? Why is any? Why is this any? Why? Why is this happening? Um... Well, they have decided that Homer is going to be big into prayer now, and rather than make anything uh, sensible happen from that, they go with straight-up wackiness. Okay. Thank you. That's all I got, because, yeah, this makes zero sense whatsoever. So, yes, uh, in case you couldn't tell in that clip, a truck carrying fudge and a truck carrying bacon crash into each other, and Homer gets fudge-covered bacon. One piece splattered on his windshield, not cooked bacon either. I would probably say. Well, no, no, it says on the truck, fully cooked bacon. Oh, so it does. Oh, they covered their bases. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, that's what they were concerned about: is the realisticness of chocolate covered bacon. <sighs> so yes, uh, the next morning, uh, Bart is trying to get God to help Bart with his homework, uh, which is quickly forgotten because that never goes anywhere. Uh, however. Uh, Marge wants Homer to stop bothering God for every little thing. Homer, of course, does not. Uh, so when the, there's a clog in the sink, Homer prays for it, and Marge calls a plumber, and which Homer sees as evidence of God's actions. It's almost like he's a Puritan or something, my word. Uh, but unfortunately for them, uh, the house has more problems by its plumbing because uh, roots, tree roots are getting into the plumbing, which is a huge amount of money to fix, and the drywall is just falling apart. And it turns out Maggie was in the wall. For how long, we don't know. But Homer correctly says, thank goodness Child Protective Services was not there because, yeah, that'd be bad. So, uh, the next day at church, or whenever, the next whatever at church, we don't get to know actually, uh, Homer is walking around, closing his eyes and praying because that's what you do. You pray. And he basically, 
Well, yeah. Lord, this is a dire emergency. If you could fix my house or make a new house from one of my ribs. Dad, are you hurt? I think my leg is broken. Slip and fall? Can't go back to work? I'm Larry H. Lawyer Jr., and I will fight for you. I also habla espanol. So that's your answer. I'll sue the church. Oh, no, we can't sue the church. They'll poke fun at us in the church bulletin. It wouldn't be the first time. I couldn't help it. Those pews are so comfortable. You have rights. You deserve financial compensation. He got me $60,000, and I was driving drunk in a graveyard. Nothing matters. <laughs> oh, no. Robbie has given into nihilism in this episode. It doesn't It doesn't know what it's doing. It has no actual... There's no theme. There's no thesis statement to this episode. There, It's just stuff happening. There just went, Homer prays, and then is a jerk. That is the plot of this. That is all there is to this episode. There's nothing else. It is not saying anything about any of the characters. It is not... It is not there is no depth. There is no nuance. It is just wacky crap. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's really all there is to it, and it's it's awful, honestly. I have another question for you, Matt. Okay. Why? What happened to this lawyer? Where did he come from? Where did he go? No one cares. Nobody cares. Cut and I, Joe. I, Precisely. I mean, I, I mean, but both of us have talked about you know how you know with the death of Phil Hartman, Lionel Hutz was a noticeable absence in. The show, and here we got Hank Azaria doing a lawyer voice with like a semi, without sync without without the visual of the character, it really does sound a lot like a drunk uh, Carl to me. It really does, yeah. But again, why did they not bring this lawyer back? Why didn't they have him come back and recur so we'd have a, a secondary lawyer character, you know, along with blue haired lawyer, which we also see in this episode. That's true. This is the, their scummy lawyer. I, honestly, it, it feels like this would have been Lionel Hutz had Phil Hartman still been around. Yeah, exactly. And they just I, – I don't know. They, they, I think they just decided Gil would be that from that then instead of this guy. Instead of developing this guy, this went, oh, Gil. I guess because Gil played that mascot earlier on, they couldn't have him also be the bad lawyer. Even though this lawyer wins. I don't know what's going on. I don't either, Robbie. I don't either. But as we move on. Uh, we see the new lawyer guy uh, in the Simpsons home uh, basically convincing Homer to sue the church because they have money. And it, it turns out that they are in luck because in this case, Homer is actually hurt. It's his first the, – the new lawyer's first client who is actually harmed. And according to a giant book that says the law on it, uh, that greatly increases their chance of winning. So lucky Homer. Uh, he does win uh, very quickly uh, because the court case is literally just clips of Homer getting hurt with the church trying to prove that Homer is accident prone. And instead the jury finds it hilarious and wants to give him money. I don't, that's, that's why, the entire court case. Is this a serious episode, Matt? Doesn't seem like it to me. No, but I mean, like, is this like, is this episode a joke played on us? The viewer, the audience. I mean, if it is, it's nowhere near as good as Homer's enemy, which I think was also a joke played on us, but the good kind. Yeah. A joke that I laughed at. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Nothing in this episode treats itself like it's actually an, uh, like happening. Like, okay, Homer, and this I, I get so upset because it just it just does things and expects the, and just it just, whoop, whoop, just skips right through them. Like, oh yeah, I just 
like, well, Homer has decided to sue the church. And because they have a lot of stuff they want to do with him owning the church, there is literally like, what, 30 seconds of a court case? Yeah, it's like, you know, you guys could have skipped the whole Homer praying for thing and gotten to this faster. Yeah, the prayer stuff does not matter. Like, it it feels like it's connected because it's both, you know, they're both religious. They're both a, you know, Homer's relationship with God. But they have nothing to do with each other. He falls into a hole and sues the church, wins the church. It has nothing to do with his prayer. His eyes are closed when he falls because he's praying. His eyes could be closed for a lot of reasons. And you could have started this episode much earlier and treated it seriously. Instead, it just has a bunch of stuff happen as quickly as possible because then you need to get stuff in, I guess. Uh, it's also some anti-Semitic jokes in there. So that's great. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. They don't have money. They're not a synagogue. I mean, really? That's... Really? You can... Like, even if you discount the 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 the, the bigoted nature of the joke, it's a lazy joke. Really? That's the... It that's is. The... I mean, if you wanted to tell a lazy, less offensive joke, uh, compare them to a, a terrible fast food franchise. They don't have a lot of money. They're not Arby's. The Simpsons has has had a grudge against Arby's forever, despite the fact that Arby's is okay. That joke's better than any that that your your joke is better than The Simpsons. Uh, please continue. All right. So uh, at this point, Homer wins the deed to the church. The judge awards it to him because obviously uh, the, the the jury award is for one million dollars. The church doesn't have a million dollars, so the judge awards the deed to the church to Homer. Lovejoy just kind of goes along with this, uh, gives Homer the the keys to the church, tells him all the thing about toilets running and whatnot. Uh, what day the trash uh, collection is, and they go to stay with the Flanderses. Uh, the family moves in. Marge is, is very trepidatious at this. She's like, oh, I don't know if we should do Matt, this. Uh, Matt, yeah. can I stop mm. you for a second? Sure. Why? Why what? Why do they move into the – why – they still have a – Oh, Bobby, maybe you missed the part earlier where the, their house was falling apart, so they move into a church instead because it's much more comfortable than a, a custom-designed building to live in. Why will they sell the church and fix their house? Robbie, you're killing the plot here, okay? It, I'm killing the plot? It's not my fault the Simpsons writers were garbage. What is this? Why do they do anything? Characters have to have motivations. This is not complicated. What is going on? They, I, just, I mean, they just do it. Oh, because it's funny. Yeah, what would Homer do if Homer ran a church, basically, is what they go with. But they could have had that in another way that made more sense instead of the family moving in because their house is falling apart. A million dollars. They couldn't fix the house for a million dollars, Matt? I mean, the church isn't worth a million dollars, but they could have at least sold the church for enough to fix their house, I would hope. The plot of land in the building is worth more than the repairs for the substance house. I don't, I'm not, I, you don't have to be a brain. I would hope anyway. You don't have to be a brain genius to realize that stuff, uh, but uh, whatever. Yeah, you the, could sell it and just buy a whole new house. The, the family moves in for this, you know what, this, you know the thought that came to me as I was watching this episode, Matt? This episode, the entirety of it, feels like a Trios of Horror episode. Really? Why is that? Because Trios of Horror episodes, the you know, they're the each vignette lasts like seven minutes at most. Mm-hmm. And so they shortcut everything. They just like things just happen really fast because they have to. They just don't have time. And they don't they they and most Trios of Horror episodes are, you know, fantasies hard you know fiction genre pieces they 
strange crazy stuff can happen and we don't question it we don't care because it's just far it's it's time for them where they don't have any rules they don't have to worry about oh does this make sense oh does this do this obey physics does this obey like basic human emotional (laughs) states that's what this episode is it's just a lot of stuff happening in quick succession and at no point does it obey any normal human behavior law rules thought process like why does marge and the family just go along with this they just oh yeah we're gonna well as we'll see marge does not but the kids do she still lives there matt she's where she she's not sleeping in a hotel i mean she could go back to the simpsons house i mean there's only one clogged sink and a woman seen wall and drywall is not that bad it is a a pain to put up uh but uh you know it's 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 not that bad you buy some sheets you screw it in you 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 put the stuff in between and then you paint over it it'll look bad unless you're a professional because that's one of the hardest things in the world to do in your whole freaking house (laughs) (laughs) this is the matt this is the matt drywall hour (laughs) it is because all i hear from people is how horrible drywalling it and and the patches that i have done oh dear god is it impossible to make it look nice anyway Um, what happens after they buy the church they own the church now matt the family moves in. Homer kicks out uh, AA. He does a whole bunch of sacrilegious crap. Uh, and I mean, he's an Alcoholics Anonymous out of the basement. I mean, really, that's just awful. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really like AA. Uh, it's a very surprisingly religious organization, uh, but they're in a church. It's OK for them to be religious there. You don't kick out Alcoholics Anonymous. That's just horrible. Homer yeah, Homer uh, just cor- does bad stuff. We haven't mentioned like it, Homer is just a, again, it's jerk Homer. It's jerk Homer is popped up. He just is a, is a jerk for no reason. There is there never go. a reason at any point in this episode. <sighs> right. So uh, in order to apologize to everyone for all the horrible thing he d- he's done, he decides to throw a housewarming party, uh, which apparently lasts for days and days. And everyone in the town is there. They're having fun. Uh, instead of doing that, though, Marge goes to the bowling alley where Reverend Lovejoy is holding, you know, temporary services. Uh, the Hibberts are there uh, with Dr. Hibbert playing on the claw machine. Uh, Marge tries to help out uh, Reverend Lovejoy, but uh, he gets hit with a bowling ball by uh, Krusty for some reason. Uh, and he just – Lovejoy is basically at the end of his rope. So at the end of the service he tries to have, uh, he decides it's time to go. I really enjoyed your sermon. Particularly the part about the pin in the gutter on lane 15. That wasn't me. That was the manager. Are you sure? Because it really spoke to me. Marge, it's as plain as a bruise on my shin. There's no place for me here. Where are you going, Reverend? The town's that way. Reverend, you're going the wrong way. I'm sorry, Ned. Looks like God has packed up and left Springfield. (gasps) No, no, you're lying. You're lying. What makes you lie? (laughs) So, yes, we have Flanders. No, 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 no. This is, you know, I just I want to hit the Simpsons on the on the nose with a newspaper. This is (laughs) you. You don't get this. Don't don't do, do you don't. God has left Springfield. That's the kind of thing you see in a good episode where you're 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 trying to discover uh, you know, some pathos from uh, people having a religious crisis. Not not in this crap. There's nothing has been established about Lovejoy in this episode. Nothing has been established. The like Ned 
has like, oh yeah, I pray a lot. And I so I made a basketball shot. That's what he drove a wienermobile home. That what what? What are you doing? You don't you don't earn you haven't earned this. You don't get character moment. You don't get that sad musical sting. You didn't earn any of this. This episode is about nothing. This isn't about God leaving town. And hey Matt, I will also add what about all the other religions in Springfield? Uh, no, Robbie. This is this is the Simpsons basically saying that that Christianity, especially Protestant Christianity, uh, Presby Lutheranism, is obviously the one true faith. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's how we go to commercial with Ned distraught over Reverend Lovejoy's uh, leaving because obviously Flanders can never ever join another church. Uh, we come back. It's fifteen minutes in. Uh, we have a news story. About Lovejoy leaving town, which turns in just basically an argument between Kent Brockman and Arnie Pie in the Sky. And there's – I didn't pull this clip. I probably should have upon a retrospect because Arnie's like, oh, it's a slow news day. That's why you're you're throwing it to me. And it's funny he says that because this scene is filler. There's a lot of filler. Um, Lovejoy's gone. The party is still – going on um we get i mean i have some clips from the party uh first we got some mo am i sending these people home this housewarming party's been going on for two days hey hey you can't throw us out i just made a cornish game hen with chestnut stuffing would you believe a pigeon stuffed with spam would you believe a rat filled with cough drops i i would believe a rat filled with cough drops Yep. Uh, we cut to Flanders. He's sad still. They're like, they've, he's erected a cross in the backyard with, I think, I believe are pool cues and Rod and Todd are speaking in tongues. What is this episode saying, Matt? That's, is, is, uh, is God, is God so- real? Is God important? Or is God a joke? Like, which, where, where are we going? I don't think they know. Okay. So, uh, we, we cut back to the party and it's kind of just going crazy. Everyone's just drinking, celebrating out on the lawn. Uh, they're roasting steaks over a fire. They're playing strip poker. Uh, we get Lenny and Carl, uh, our, our worshipping idols as well. Look at all this. The great food, the party, the sunshine. It's hard to believe one god came up with all this. Well, there's probably a lot of gods. Yeah, and some of them's got to be chicks. Yeah, with like a thousand boobs. Woohoo! That's the god I'm going to worship. Well, there's only one god for me. Your dad's old hunting trophy. On Dasha, on Dasha. Man, I must be wasted. Yep, I would say that. What is mm-hmm. happening? Probably wasted. Please help me out here. Uh, make sense I of this. What we've gone back to now is that uh, it's it's kind of like uh, the scene in the Bible where Moses comes down from the mountain and tells people they can't do all the things they are doing. Uh, we are seeing the people of Springfield uh, through Homer Simpson commit all or break all of the Ten Commandments, essentially. I think there's even a scene coming up where that happens. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know why Lenny and Carl are suddenly switching over to worshipping pagan gods. Uh, because Homer has caused uh, Springfield to do that because of his, his screwing up of the church. The only church, obviously. Is that established at all that Homer has disrupted like I mean, a... I assume it's the whole God has left Springfield thing, and this is the evidence of it. Okay. I don't... Okay. Um, so, the, it starts raining. Gets cloudy. Stormy. 
Uh, Homer is happy about it. He thinks it's like a good thing. Then he gets struck yeah. by lightning, Matt. Uh-huh. And like for like five seconds, he's like struck by lightning. That's a long time. He should probably be dead. Yeah, he probably should. So uh, so now Flanders is getting ready for a flood because that's what he presumes uh, is happening. Uh, he is, has a is. Can you explain how this makes any sense? Why is he driving? If you're, OK, if it's flooding, wouldn't he just be in the boat? In the first place? Yep. Not towing a boat? Mm-hmm. Filled with animals? Only male uh-huh. animals? Because he doesn't want any... I mean, I assume eventually he will get into the boat, but right now he's he's moving around trying to uh, collect the animals, which you can't do in a boat when the water's not high enough. It seems really awkward. In the, and, yep. and the boat is... They literally... He leaves the garage with a bunch of animals in the boat. When did he get these animals? Like, what is, like, I don't need everything to be laid out clearly, but I do want things to make sense, like, in this show, in the show about these characters. Am I crazy? Uh, no, you're 100% correct. Okay. So the town is flooded, literally, and, and, like, this takes in the span of 20 seconds. Literally within, like, we have Homer gets struck by lightning, cut to Flanders with one joke about gay animals. Okay, and then we cut back with water in the town up to the roof of the church, and everyone is on the roof. How did they get on the roof, Matt? That's a fantastic question. No idea. There is, if, okay, this is a bit, I'm going to explain this. Mm -hmm. In a scene like this, you want there to be tension. You want us, the audience... To be concerned about the safety of the characters, we you want them to feel we want to to feel worried. Oh no, the water continues to rise, and my 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 favorite characters are gonna get they're gonna drown. The water is gonna they're they're gonna they're gonna be stuck floating around in the water and they're gonna drown. And we're and we're supposed to like it's the tension should be there and it's supposed to be strong enough that we can suspend our disbelief and for that tension to be there i have to these these people have to be fragile these characters have to be in danger and they have to dem- it has to be, to be demonstrated to us that they can be hurt that they are vulnerable but we literally just saw Homer get struck by lightning and be totally fine. Mm-hmm. And so it's not going to matter. It doesn't matter. Like it literally, and like it's, and it's not even that. Oh, that was much earlier in the episode. It was thirty seconds prior to this. If Homer just got struck by lightning and he's fine because he's a cartoon character in this, why am I worried about the mob, the mob of people hurting him or him drowning, of anything? Why he's not going to get hurt? You have you have dispelled all the tension. You did it yourself. Like there's this was written into this episode. He gets struck by lightning as some like comedy beat, and then it's like thirty seconds later we're supposed to wor- be worried about him drowning or being hurt by the mob of people on this on the roof. No, of course we're not because he's not going to get. Who cares? He's a cartoon character. What does it matter? He, he's he's made out of rubber. He'll bounce if you throw him off the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, if 
we're supposed to be worried about everyone else, not even just Homer. They have to be human. They have to be vulnerable, like I said. They have to struggle. So when they literally teleport to the roof of a church, which is, what, 30 feet in the air? Right. If they just teleport up there instantaneously, no struggle, no no awkwardly climbing an extension ladder, no no shots of, like, Bart or Lisa awkwardly climbing an extension ladder, looking down, feeling nervous as the water keeps rising behind them. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. They just teleport to the roof. And I'm I'm not these these are not these are not human. They're not recognizable as human. So there is no danger. There's no tension. So I'm not worried about them. I don't care if they're I know they're not going to get hurt because they are invulnerable. They are not human. They they have magic powers. And right, there's my lecture, my creative writing lecture for today, man. Yeah. Um, so everyone's on the roof of the church. They're threatening Homer. They're angry at him because it's his fault. They, I, they're partied like in this instance, why are they blaming Homer again? We always blame Homer. Like, okay. Uh, but they're about to, they're corner Homer on the roof. The water keeps rising. And then Revan Lovejoy saves the day. I guess he shows up in a helicopter. When and wonderful God, your flood has driven us to the roof of your church. Surely this has proven whatever point you had. Oh, God's ignoring me. Dad, maybe you should stop praying. See if that makes it happy. This heretic has doomed us all. Yeah, I say we skin him alive and set him on fire. Yeah, that'll appease God. Peace who now? Oh, let's get civilized. Leave that man alone. Reverend Lovejoy! Let us pray. Dear Lord, please spare this sinful town. They were misled by a demon in blue pants. Yep. I have a question for you, Matt. Another question. Why, why, Robbie? You know I'm not going to have an answer. Have the rest of the... Have the rest of the characters watched this episode before they were in it? I don't think so. Because they're like, oh, he's the reason God left us. I'm like, why Why are you suddenly, why suddenly they flip the switch and like, oh, it's God doing this. What do you mean it's God doing this? Yeah, they have no idea why, why this is happening. It's just a rainstorm. Why do they suddenly like shift hard into, oh, it's God punishing us. What? What is that? It's not, Homer wasn't even being that anti-religious. All he did was throw a party at the church. It, right. It was Lenny and Carl of their own volition worshiping idols. Getting drunk on, drunk on church grounds is, I would consider, relatively low on that. Okay, whatever. I mean, it depends. Does communion wine right there? You're, you're getting drunk on uh, church property already. Um. So everyone, everyone prays with Reverend Joy. The sun comes out. The the the, the storm is over. And then we get the end of the episode, Matt, where Homer, quote-unquote, learns something. I guess I learned something here. God is capable of great anger and great mercy, but mostly great anger. There are perfectly logical explanations for everything that happened. The bonfire sent soot into the air, which created rain. And with all the trees cut down, a flood was inevitable. Yeah, but what made the rain stop? Oh, Buddha. Hey. They've suffered enough. Keep that popcorn chicken coming, Colonel. Mmm. Mmm. 
bad. Think it's about time for you to tell me what's in those spices. I don't know, Robbie. Buddha? I I don't know what... You can't be silent for this long. You made me think my head's are disconnected again. I don't know what to say about this, Matt. I don't know what to say. This is incredibly lazy writing. Incredibly so. I... Are, what is this episode about? I asked that question. What is this episode about? Is it about Homer... You remember Homer the heretic? I do. How that episode like was about religion and Homer's reticence to go to church and then him learning that it's not necessarily the church that he's actually like going to. It's about, you know, building a community, about having these, you know, relying on his neighbors who are at church with him. And, and you know, there, there's remember that episode where they do that and it's like easy mm-hmm. and simple and small. Or the episode like uh, Hurricane Nettie, where Ned is chal- his faith is challenged because a lot of bad stuff happens to him. You know, like it's like Job all over. Or, or like uh, in Marge We Trust, when Reverend Lovejoy realizes that he has failed his congregation because Marge, you know, he's lost the energy and enthusiasm to you know help people the way he used to because of Ned mostly. But then he goes to help Ned and kind of redeems himself. What is what is this episode about? Homer prays for stuff that he doesn't deserve. Homer he gets that stuff. He gets uh, it. He uses it to be a jerk, uh, and then he corrects when they people point out his hypocrisy. Kind of, sort of. After God punishes him, I... this episode is bad. It would be worse, I think, if we hadn't just watched Strong Arms of the Mall, Strong Arm of the Mall, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If we had we hadn't just watched that, I would probably think this episode was worse than that than I do. But th- you know that episode kind of reframes the discussion of how cause how bad it is. Um, but this episode's still really bad, man. I can't. It's just oh, it's very bad. It, it's going in probably the bottom twenty or thirty. It's just not as bad as last week. It's just nonsense. It's just a bunch of nonsense, re- vaguely religious ju- religious themed jokes and a bunch of other random crap. There is no through line in any of it it's just stuff happening no character motivation people all everyone in the episode just does whatever for no reason they just do things there's no skeleton here there's no scaffolding to hang the jokes on and it is not particularly funny on top of that uh we'll rank it at the end of the show well, Robbie, is this episode broken or just completely stupid from the outset? It is. It, yeah, I would say. I would say. I, I was on the fence, honestly. But as we've talked this up, oh, yeah, absolutely, it's broken. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Uh-huh. The problem is, I don't know how to fix it, Matt. <laughs> That's the thing is like you're right. There's no reason this episode exists because what is it trying to do? We don't know, so therefore we can't fix it. There's it's doing a thousand different things. Like what is this episode? Like what does it want to be? Like the easy one I would say is Homer's hubris. That's that you know Homer's pride. And first of all, dump all the power of prayer because that doesn't matter. It does not matter this episode. Dump all the Flander stuff. None of that matters. Make it simply Homer uh, is hurt hurt at the church. Mm-hmm. And make it 
actually bad. Not just make it like a little hurt leg or whatever. Make it something that is grievous and something Homer actually deserves recompense for. Okay. So when he gets the church, you understand it instead of him just being a giant jerk. Yeah, so something something that uh, causes Homer grievous bodily harm that is the fault of someone in the church. Like, we all know Lovejoy is not the most attentive pastor. I mean, we've gone into that in several past episodes. Maybe he does something and just ignores it, and then Homer gets hurt by it. And then, I don't know, Homer becomes – maybe Homer actually has church service there. And then there you can actually get into, like, these different people's perspectives on God or whatever. Homer's pride ends up making him – you know, he's driven into it by, you know, his right. He thinks he's righteous, becomes too self-righteous. And you could still do the flood stuff, but that's true. Instead of, instead of Homer being punished for being too pagan, he's uh, punished for having too much pride, which is one of the deadly sins. And Homer ends up, he throws himself, you know, he prays, he apologizes to God and everyone else. Like he says, I'm sorry, it's my fault. I shouldn't have. I was. And then. Blah blah. They gives the church back to love, joy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't know. That's not that great, honestly. I'm not. I don't like that that much. But it's more than this because this episode is nothing. It's it's ephemeral. I've said. I think I've said that about a lot of terrible episodes. But there's nothing to this one. It's just empty. Like I think it has the appearance of just being a regular mediocre episode. But it it's not even that. Like there's just nothing to it. It's a like good a reason it shouldn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Ultimately, like, if you're asking me my real thoughts, I would just say, don't do it. Don't make yeah, it. And, and don't watch this. There's no reason to. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't watched this yet, oh, God, don't watch this. Get it, Matt? Oh, God? How's it spell? Yep, yep. I get it. I get okay, it. Okay, cool. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments on the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Uh, comments on the news group. So we're going through the nohomers.net forum to see what people thought about the episode after... It came out right when it did the same the same time period. What they thought of it right then. They mostly liked it. More positive yeah, than negative. I mean, more positive than negative. Not a lot of not a lot of fives, but plenty of fours and threes. Yeah. Uh over fifty percent. Over sixty five percent? Of over seventy what's what am I I'm math, that's over seventy percent gave it a three, four, or five out of five. With the other people giving it a, a, a lower score, lower like a you know, thirty percent roughly giving it a two or one out of five. Uh, I have a couple of reviews. Give us a little range of opinion. First one: I enjoyed this episode quite a bit more than the last two. There are some lame jokes, and Homer was a bit of a jerk ass at times. But I really thought it worked out well. I laughed out loud several times. Also enjoyed the element of divine mystery that this episode captured. Excuse me, is that the part where God was eating popcorn chicken? I guess is that the divine mystery they're talking about? Uh, I mean, that or sit, you know, sitting on a cloud with to get God to pay attention to you. Sitting on a cloud with Buddha. Uh, the third act was a bit lagging. This episode was an improvement. Must, would have loved to see Hutz play that lawyer though. Four out of five. So sad, sad face. Uh, next up, three out of five. I thought it was pretty good. Not as wacky as I feared it would be. Pros: Homer playing air guitar with a cross, a church beer blast, Rod and Todd speaking in tongues, Gil and Mo. Uh, cons, Texas, the rich Texan dancing, and some of the jokes fell a bit flat and seemed awkward. Well, I get the feeling that some religious groups are going to be in a tiff over this episode. Why would religious groups be in a tiff? Yeah, at, at the very least, this proves that, well, this is the same saying that God is real and he will punish you for being a jerk. That's pretty much their whole gag. 
Yeah, the the God is active in our daily lives. That is literally what this episode's saying. I would think that most, especially Christian fundamentalists of any kind, would be like, I think that's actually been argued a lot in what Simpsons and Religion in particular, that book, where the Simpsons are a much more religious show than most mainstream television. Most mainstream television does not acknowledge a God active in anyone's lives. They ignore the topic of religion and God in general because it's divisive. Uh, and finally, I got, I got a negative one for us, Matt. Uh, R, matey. I guess this guy's co- he's like he's role-playing as the the sea captain. I don't know. Uh, this He doesn't actually. He just starts with R, matey. Uh, this just goes to further proof that this episode of the season are turning out to be the opposite of our anticipation. I thought this episode might actually be good. I found it pretty stupid to begin with. No real tie in between scenes. Idiotic. Not only was it offensive to a multitude of people, it was offens- offensive in a way that makes you angry at it. Previous years it had been with class. This was just a bunch of random things thrown in. Can't describe it further because there wasn't any real redeeming points. I laughed at the ending scene just for the sheer oddity and nothing else. 1.5 out of 5. Did we really need a 15 second shock scene? Already been done about four episodes ago. I to be fair, I believe that was Bob getting shocked four episodes ago. Right. Not, not Homer, but whatever. It's all the same in the end. Uh, yeah, but most people, unfortunately, thought. Am I the? Am At I... least somebody was like, "Hey, this is as bad." I guess that's... somebody recognized it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for list question of the week. Come on. Let's try one more number. Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite Marge character moment? Lots of great answers. Uh, first from Vicky. Her conversation in the car with Lisa at the end of Moaning Lisa. This touching moment really shows how much she cares for her daughter and how supportive she is, even when dealing with a serious situation such as Lisa's depression. Uh, next, Zach. Well, if loving my kids is lame, then I guess I'm just a big lame. Uh, I feel it really sums up Marge and how she loves her children more than anything, tries to appeal to them through being quote-unquote cool, but always comes out being that certain level of, of certain level of lovable uncool that can only be found in moms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from Graham. Uh, Marge, watch out for the shack attack! Uh, I told Marge, Bart, ouch! I told you to watch out. Uh, from Holly, uh, am I cool, kids? Bartley said, no. Good. I'm glad. That's what makes me cool. Not caring, right? <laughs> no. Well, how the hell do you be cool? I feel like we've tried everything here. That's, now you're, you're getting it, Marge. That's what it, that's, there you go. It's impossible to be cool. You can't be cool. It's impossible to be cool by trying to be cool. It, it, it only happens when you're not trying to do it. And in addition to that, it still might not happen, depending on who you are. <laughs> Uh, next from uh, from Abby at Energy Turtle at the end of scenes from a class struggle in Springfield where she tells each family member what she loves about them she knows her family isn't perfect but she loves them in spite of or maybe because of it uh, from Annie at Annie Dion uh, Bart, in Bart on the Road when Bart is lying about his time at the grammar radio Lisa and Homer glare at him because they know the truth Marge remains happily oblivious and just smiles I love that moment because I think that's just Marge's essence naivety and love for her family uh, next from Jeremy at Mike Kazowski. Mike Kazowski. Mike, I've done this before. I messed it up last time yeah. too. <laughs> uh, his, his answer: My favorite Marge moment is in Bart the Mother, when she helps Bart say "Chirpy Boy" and Bart Junior. Such a sweet moment. Shows how much she cares for Bart. Uh, from Allison at Amethyst twelve fifty eight. When Marge finds Homer at the end of the mysterious voyage of Homer, because she knows he would walk on a downward slope, 
and that he loves blinking lights. This is just a great moment that shows that Marge really does love Homer despite his flaws and how big of a jerk he can be. Uh, from Lauren at Elkham 88, Marge is the head vampire because she has a life outside this house, you know. <laughs> That's a good one. And finally from Jenny at Hippie 200, uh, in Moaning Lisa when she first tells Lisa to smile despite her being sad, then changes her mind saying that she'll be there for Lisa no matter what. Never liked the episode as a kid, but these days I appreciate it so much. Really throws what a, really shows what a great mom Marge is. Matt, what is your answer? Uh, mine is very much in the vein of Jenny's uh, Marge Lisa moment. Uh, in the book we did for our bonus episode for January, uh, there is an essay uh, about religion versus science. And it's it's mostly not a great essay. Well, I mean, it's a fine essay. It's just something that's been talked about a lot. Uh, but in it, they talk a lot about the uh, – not clash, the discussion between Lisa and Marge about belief in angels. And I love that moment between the two of them and Lisa the skeptic where you know Lisa is just – baffled that marge could ever believe in angels because marge is a sane rational person and in the end when they come together at the end of that episode and lisa's like oh you know thanks uh, for holding my hand and thanks for squeezing back uh when it got loud and you know at least thought that she might be wrong that is a wonderful caring moment for a mother and a great person in general because marge is a wonderful person like she has her flaws but that that just goes to show why she is the bedrock of the Simpson family. Uh, I'm a little surprised no one used my answer, uh, but mine is from Marge Be Not Proud, where it is, it is, it is the very end of the episode when Bart's unwrapping his gift and it, it, it's perfect where he unwraps it and he's like, and it shows that it's the golf game instead of a bone storm. And he, oh. but then he, and he's, and, and he's, you know, he's like, oh, you know, obviously Bart wants bonus arm, but he pulls down the present just to, out, just to reveal Marge's face. And she's just smiling at him. And that is Marge to me. That is perfect. You know, Marge to me where she is, a, she, you know, she's trying her best. She loves her. She loves Bart, even despite the fact that he's, uh, sometimes does bad things. And She's just smiling so happily because she she thinks, look, I got you something that I th- you wanted. I got you a video game that you wanted, and it's just her trying so hard. And after the the trials and tribulations of that episode where Bart has been caught shoplifting and all that, and you know they he ends up redeeming himself, and she's just still smiling at him with that the earnest like they mentioned some someone mentions it her naivety, but like it's not not as a bad thing, you know. It's very much like well, she just. She just believes in, in her son that much. She believes in her family that much. Uh, Marge is great. I love Marge. Marge is fantastic. Marge is great when she's not in that terrible episode that we're not going to talk about anymore. Uh, exactly. Uh, that, that that episode didn't happen. That was a Marge robot. Uh-huh. Uh, next week's question was, what is your favorite Reverend Lovejoy moment? I think we've asked this at some point, but hey, it gives people new chances to answer if they haven't yet. Uh, post this question on... Social media, facebook.com slash the Simpsons Show Pod, Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod, and you can email us at Simpsons Show Pod at gmail.com. Next up, Matthew, it is time once again for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. SMRT. I mean, SMART. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. I believe Matt has, what, a five point lead? 
Oh, I don't four, remember. It's not four, important. Four, four point lead. I closed the gap <laughs> last week a little bit. Let's see if I can keep going. It's always, always guaranteed. Matt, are you ready for an easy question? I suppose I have to be. These are all from In Marge We Trust. Mentioned earlier. Marge claims what moniker in In Marge We Trust? I believe it is the Listen Lady. That is correct. All right. Well, listen, all right. lady. <laughs> Shut up. I'm asking her. All right. All of your questions today are from They Saved Lisa's Brain. Okay. All right. What scientist guest stars in They Saved Lisa's Brain? Why can't I? Why can't I? Why can't I think of this, Matt? I know. I know it, who it it's is. It's a Mensa episode. I know, Matt. I know. I know who it is. I just can't think of his name. Uh, he, it is. I know who it is. He's in a wheelchair. Brilliant physicist. Recently passed. Really? Really, Robbie? Really? I can do this. If I sit here long enough, my brain will spin up. The hard drive will kick in. I'm going to go take a nap. And, <laughs> it uh, is. The and, uh... What? No. No, Matt. I, I have it. It is Dr. I can't, Matt. I don't know what's... I. He he's in a wheelchair. He has a they a, heli- a helicopter blade spin out of it in the episode. He has a perfect IQ. He's a, he's written a lot of books. He's written the brief history of time. Brief history of time. I can't remember his name. Totally blanking. He's in a Futurama episode as well. I know. I know who he is, Matt. Okay. I just can't think of his name. Sorry, I'm just trying to. Okay, it is is Doctor Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. I'm an idiot. That's the that's the true answer. Okay, uh-huh. Matt, you ready for a medium question? I hope. I'm. This is the thing is, Matt. You're impossible to gauge. Either you know something immediately, something that I, I would expect no one on Earth to know, or uh-huh. it's in, completely impossible. I don't think there's like a middle ground. Your medium question: okay. Which gas station does Ned call from, and how does Marge identify it? Uh, it is. Hold on. It's it's Marge identifies it because it is. Uh. The gas is one forty nine and eight tenths, and I want to say it's Donnie's discount gas. You're correct. Oh, I, w- I wasn't sure if it'd be Johnny's discount gas. See, what, what um, did I say, Matt? What did I just say? What? How on earth sorry. do you recall that off the top of your head? I just—it uh, was a really funny joke that I was like, "Yes, Donnie's discount gas uh, and it, eight tenths," and Riverland goes eight tenths, <laughs> and then Marge knows exactly what it is. Exactly. All right, your medium question. Yep. Woo. Who sponsors the gross out contest that starts the riot? Um Isn't it a pudding company? It is. Is, it, is a it, really gross name. Is it has a name? Is it I go okay, it has a name. It's a pudding company. I would uh is it Splorch Pudding Company? Sorry, it is Grandma Plopwell. <laughs> That's pretty good. Right? Uh, right? Uh, what Grandma, a horrible name. Grandma Plopwell's pretty good. I'll give him that. I'm failing hard this week. All right, your hard question, Matt. And this is really hard. Which is the first saint to talk to Reverend Lovejoy? Um. Okay, hold on a second. Oh, no. You can't know this. This is impossible. How could you know this? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think if I can remember how he pronounces it. Saint Eleutherius of Nicomedia? Is that the right one? All right, goodbye. Forever. <laughs> oh, no, is that it? <laughs> I quit. I'm done. I retire. <laughs> I give up. I give up. There's nothing. I can't. 
Yep, that's it. That's the end. Goodbye. That's my name. Don't wear it out. How can we, I not we, remember that? We wrapped it. We, that's 300 episodes. I think it's a good round number. We can quit on it. Matt, this, soundly, he's destroyed me. He has finally achieved what his goal. I have been destroyed. <laughs> Robbie, if you don't know your saints, I mean, how could you ever be confirmed in the Catholic Church what's, if you don't know Saint know, Eleutherius of Nicomedia? What's, what's my hard question, Matt? Oh, yeah. I forgot you saw the question. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what city... <laughs> Uh, after Mensa makes their changes to Springfield, what city does Springfield pass on the 300 most livable cities? East St. Louis. Oh, my. God. That's the one you get. You miss Stephen Hawking, but you get East St. Louis. You know why I know that, man? Why is that? Because uh, with the recent uh, Twitter, uh, with the recent Kansas City kerfuffle, kerfuffle with the Kansas City being in Missouri and not Kansas. I mean, there are two Kansas cities, but the one in question is in Missouri. Yes, I understand that. Uh, there was a lot of there is a couple particular uh, political people I follow on Twitter who use a lot of Simpsons memes whenever it's appropriate, mm-hmm. and they made a joke about oh. East St. Louis and and always being East St. <laughs> Louis and all that. So I was like, it must be East St. Louis. So I get screwed by someone making a joke on Twitter. Thanks, Simpsons Twitter. To be fair. I, uh, you're three points up at me on this week, so that four-point gap is now a seven-point gap, because I'm an idiot. I didn't know Steve, I can't call, I can't bring Stephen Hawking, I can't get, that's my fault, Matt, that's, that is an easy question, I can't remember Dr. Stephen freaking Hawking, (sighs) disappointed with myself. Uh Uh-huh. All right, that's it for trivia this week, we can move on to our final segment, a segment we end every single episode with, it's time. For best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categories. They watch one chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever. And how good they are. Let's scroll. Scroll. I think it's the scroll wheel. It's definitely working today. Yep. Scroll down here. See how, see how far we go. Um, okay. I don't think this one is like offensively bad. So I think we can put it above... At least above Missionary Impossible, I think. I think. I think you're right. I think it's above. I th- I again. I think there is. It's like I think it's in between. It's above. It's a Mad 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 March, and it's okay. below that's, that's the March character assassination. Yes, one of the one of the March character assassination episodes. Right. And I would put and probably below Bye Bye Nerdy. I it's somewhere that's exactly where I was thinking. I was somewhere in there. Uh, I I, I want to put it below Bart versus Lisa versus the third grade because at least that episode had a purpose. It was stupid, but it had like we figured out what the episode was trying to say. The parent rap, I'm not sure about. Parent raps when they get punished for being bad parents, right? With the uh, right with creative punishments and judge harm and all that. Oh God, that episode's really bad. Um, It is. It is. That's why I'm like. It might be better than that. I mean, right below that's Tennis the Menace, which is also incredibly stupid for no reason. Yeah, those are these are all the same, like just nonsense, just random nonsense after random. Nonsense. Oh, and below that is Brawl in the Family, which yep, more nonsense. Know, talk about randomness. Every act is a different episode. <laughs> I would say, I'm trying to think, which would you rather watch again, the Parent Rap or this? Matt? Parent Rap. I'm not so sure. I'm not so really okay. Sure. Did I laugh at any point in the parent rap? I mean, that's what I'm trying to remember. Like, did I laugh at all? Did what? Did it have a couple jokes in there that made me go, "Ah, eh, it could be." That's a darn good question. No, I think this is better. I think the parent rap is better than this. 
I think I think I agree with you. I think this is I would put okay. this below the parent rap above Tennis the Menace. I think the Tennis the Menace is squarely worse than this. Fair enough. Because all the family hates each other in that episode. And then and only Homer is a despicable monster in this one. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't call I don't know if I call him a despicable monster. I would call him just a jerk. Like okay. he's not downright loathable. I guess that's fair. You're not you're right. I just I guess I should try and remember the worst the, the bad times of just every episode is jerk armor. So, you know, this one is, you know, comparatively not yeah. as bad and certainly not as bad as uh, last week's episode, which will stay unnamed forever now. I I'm going to try and not ever mention it again, but I'm probably going to have to because now it's the worst ever episode on our list. So, pray anything new number 274 on our list. Uh, the last place is still Strong Arms of the Mall. See, I can't do it. And the first episode is still Homer's Enemy. You know what our next episode is, Matt? I'm terrified to ask. It is Barting Over. Barting Over. Bart I is know that name, but a I... child star, and Homer, you spend oh, all the money. Oh, God, Little Baby Stink Breath. Yep. That's right. And Homer and Bart gets emancipated, and Tony Hawk's in it. Judge Constant Const, mentioned we mentioned Constant's arm. She comes back in this episode. Yay! I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Um, you can find this list on our website, simpsonshow.com. Links to everything there to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed. Uh, link to our Patreon if you want to throw the show a couple dollars. We really appreciate it. Uh, it helps keep the light on. It helps pay for hosting. I'm trying to. I'm going to try and expand the hosting so we continue to cover episodes as we go. I believe our current host ends at 300 episodes. I'm going to see if what the cost is for doing more. Hopefully it's not exorbitant or at least, or even hopefully they can do that. But we'll see. I'll let you guys know if I, if I can, I'll do my best. I'm not going to change hosts again. Cause it's a, it's a complete nightmare that yeah. I hate it. I hate, um, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. My website is RobbieDorman.com, where you can find links to my other podcasts, The Answer Boys Comics Hour and The Serial Fanaticist. Also, links to purchase my books, my newest novel, Underneath, a horror story set in Antarctica for fans of The Thing, The Terror, and Body Horror in general. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Uh, that is true. However, I have recently learned that there's a star system out there with a pulsar and a uh, I believe it was a white dwarf where because of the weird interaction between them, uh, they involve frame dragging, which actually slows down time around them, warping reality. So in my quest for eternal youth, I've decided to travel to the star system. So I will live just a tiny bit longer than everyone else. So, uh, you know, try and get me out there, you know, shoot your messages that direction. I'll, I'll get them hopefully when I'll still be alive. But you'll probably be dead. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And I keep watching The Simpsons. Shh.